0: Anyways, we may as well start. So this is the first episode of I suppose the Euros mini-series that we're doing. So we've got a few familiar faces. We've got Connor. Say hello. How's it going, boys? Oh, we've got Chris. Hello, ladies. How are we? Yeah, there's not many watching this one anyway. If <laughs> they weren't watching before, <laughs> they're certainly not watching now. So to start us off, how did we how do we like the first straw of games?
1: Good, bad? I think it's been very exciting. I think it's been a very entertaining Euro so far. Like, I mean, obviously due to COVID and stuff, I'm isolating, I've had a good chance to watch literally every minute of um, the matches. And I think James, you and I can both agree, there's been definitely a couple of goal of the tournaments already. Yes, yes there's, been some, uh... there's been some corkers of, uh, of a few goals. So like, yeah, no, it's, yes. been, it's been quite a good tournament so far in my opinion.
0: I'd agree. And Chris, do you think the same?
2: Very, very true, yeah. I don't think there's been any shockers per se as mm. of yet. A few people have surprised me. Um North Macedonia going ahead 1 0 was 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 certainly one of them. But uh yeah, mm. nothing too out of the ordinary so far. A lot of goals though. A lot, a lot of goals.
0: Yeah, I think there was only one nil all, and that was Sweden versus Spain. Mm. Uh and they were actually Sweden. Uh, we have our little well, I have my um little questionnaire thing here and i said that sweden was going to be my dark horse for the uh for the competition and uh, i don't know if it was a case where spain were just so bad or sweden just did their game plan to a t i think it's a bit of both i think spain are lucky to have the group that they have uh but i think sweden especially izak is a player that I'm really excited to watch more of, even though he didn't score. Um, I'm really excited to watch him in the future. And also Schick for Czech Republic, who scored that 40-yard yeah. swerver of a goal. I think he
1: definitely turned a lot of heads after his performance against Scotland. did he get
0: two? Was he it two did.
1: He, he, got the, he got the opener and the brace. So, I mean, I know what a brace it was. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think there's going to be much goals topping that one, but like... I think we were saying the same thing about Shevchenko's strike uh, Yarmolenko or Yarmolenko apologies for Ukraine mm. um, I think we were saying there wasn't going to be much goals topping that so I mean the bar has been set I think anyway, yeah I, I think it's seat, between those
2: two yeah yeah the first round as well like we still have two more match days and then also all of the knockouts so, like it's, it's going to be very exciting if it keeps up like that yeah I, I hope
0: it doesn't slow down Um, I'm, I'm trying to find my questionnaire of the tournament did did we have any i suppose do we think that there's a few teams that they don't have any chance on getting out of the group now
1: yeah ah uh, yeah see there's definitely a couple. yeah hmm. there's the um, obvious
0: one as north macedonia although we would all love to see them get out of the
1: group the I'm dark sure.
2: horse yeah. the dark is think- <laughs>
1: to be honest which i think south macedonia have a better chance of getting out of the group than north do but you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing on a. i don't know if anybody has seen this but there's a north macedonia euros TikTok page and they just keep butchering greece for not making it into the euros i don't know what the story is if um if there's like any actual beef between those two countries or something like that but it's all just north macedonia being like oh like fuck you Greece we have a goal and you're not even in it and then Greece reply with (laughs) oh we like took your land in 1905 and they're
1: like what right well we'll keep we'll keep the politics out of it anyway we'll we'll, we'll keep that (laughs) in. I'm really disappointed
0: they're they're not going to get out of their group unless they try something incredible is it a bit brash to say that Scotland won't get out of their group now
1: I think everybody Mm. I mean especially and all the Celtic brothers we'd like to see them do well but ultimately mm. I think after against Czech, like after their performance in Czech Republic like that was the game that they really needed to win to kind of is, yeah. give mm. them a bit of a chance to like even say maybe we could sneak a third place but no they were just they were, lack, they were lacklustre underwhelming I mean and Andy Robertson he's a brilliant captain but I just don't think there's much he can do with a side like that like it's like they have
2: good good midfield presence and defence are okay, but Scotland just have nothing up front, whereas Wales is sort of the opposite. Wales have Bale and Dan James up front, but nothing at the back. So yeah, it's sort of a tricky one that, for the two. two and with that so being
1: said, actually, um I remember Scotland at halftime did bring on Shea Adams. Mm. And he actually did make a bit of a difference now, albeit he's mm. not exactly a world beater in terms of a striker, but I think he did create a couple of chances. And ultimately yeah. could have, I think, made a bit of a difference earlier on had he started the game. Yeah, but Dykes think, and Christie yeah. up front. Wasn't who it? is
0: yeah. Lyndon Dykes? Where did he even come from?
1: Do we
2: know <laughs> where he who Dykes. he plays for? I, he I plays I for QPR hit. in the ah, Championship. Fair. So I don't know why Chay Adams didn't, the didn't start. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's a that's a bit um, surprising
0: because Chay Adams has gotten a few goals to his name this season, which is like it's great. But I. I don't really know what the manager's doing. I was hoping to see Billy Gilmore get a game, but he's got the same position
1: as McTominay, like, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, and yeah I, but, it, but that being said, McTominay wasn't exactly a showstopper either. As in, you kind of have to look at your options and go, well, Scott didn't play terrifically. Obviously, he's got more experience than Billy, but like, you kind of have to just turn around and go, might as well give the kid like a few minutes on, give him a run out. Yeah, you Maybe can't not. really
0: afford to do that, though, when you've got three games. And that was like, there was that as you said that was their easiest game and like let's be honest they fumbled the bag now they've Very got croatia so. and england to play and england didn't look great either if you don't mind me saying that's a good topic to. Uh, no, I, I, I
1: completely hmm. agree um will we get into the topic of england or what do are we, can do, I say? do. is it coming I've, home is it coming home uh well obviously none of us would like to see it come home um, again, not getting into the politics of things, but I think England have a very, very, very good chance. I think this could be one of their best chances to win this tournament. That being said, their manager hasn't a fucking Scooby what he's talking or what he's doing. Mm. Um, I think just his tactics are just incredibly strange. Like he'll play almost a seven at the back, he'll play like five defenders and two holding midfielders when you have so many attacking options, like you've got your Kane Sterling, Mount Rashford, like there's so many options to name, but he decides to play Kieran Trippier, a thirty plus year old right back in a left back position when you've got Chilwell and Luke Shaw sitting on the bench, scratching their heads, wondering why they can't get a start. It just yeah. I think I think I think it's a bit it's a bit strange for me anyway. I'm just I'm I'm curious as to why he's making these decisions and what his thought process is behind it because they won't they won't win the crucial games if he doesn't play the right people at the right time and it doesn't seem like he wants to do that.
2: Yeah, it was a lot of uproar. I remember as soon as the team came out, everyone was immediately like very, very defensive, saying, "Why is Trippier starting and why is Sterling starting?" But ultimately, then Sterling did get the winner, so that quieted a few people down. But when you have the team that England have, there's no reason not to be scoring one, two, three, four goals against Croatia. Croatia two three years ago they were a very very dominant team but looking at the england game they weren't as tidy as they once were back in the world cup and the euros of, of previous years this didn't look on it
0: yeah no. i think they've got one of the besides i think north macedonia i think they've got one of the oldest squads they still have Vida from 2018 who had a great world cup and now. Like they are aging. Like Luka Modric is what, 36, 35, 36. Uh, Perisic, like they they have an aging team and they aren't obviously going to be up to scratch. But I, I actually said on the little kind of questionnaire we put into our group, the biggest disappointment, I said Croatia. Really? He, yeah. Will they get out of their group? I don't think so. I think the Czech Republic will get out instead of them. I think they'll beat scotland unfortunately but i i don't see them lighting the world on fire like they used to maybe they just had a good run a bit of a fluky draw in 2018 but uh i can't see them doing much well did anybody else have any different biggest disappointments well
1: well i will i'll i'll go first i i mean i was kind of taking the piss on my one i did say the fia Um (laughs) (laughs) because obviously a little bit of salt there in terms of us not making yet another international tournament. But um no, I, I think I was kind of looking through the game. I think Poland are gonna be a big disappointment for me. I think um Lewandowski obviously we all know him to be just such a rock in Bayern Munich, and he's just such like he's the peak of consistency. But when it comes to international games, He just doesn't seem to have that striking prowess that I think we all know that he should have. Now, albeit Poland isn't exactly a world-beater of a team, but Mm. that being said, I still feel like he should be making his mark on the global scene and, I don't know, maybe trying to carry his team over the line a little bit more.
2: You do feel bad for Lewandowski, you see, because he comes from Bayern Munich, where they have these incredibly top-class players feeding him balls all the time. It's, It's tough for him without that, going back, it's sort of like Zlatan Ibrahimovic as well with Sweden, he was able to carry it for many years but Lewandowski just doesn't really have the uh, I don't know, the, the flair around him I suppose, like you look at Portugal you've got Ronaldo, if Ronaldo was by himself maybe he had the same problems but he's not though, he has, you know, Bruno Fernandes yeah, he has you know, Neves, Moutinho Silva, everybody to feed him the ball and stuff like that but Lewandowski and Zlatan, they never had it as top class strikers, you know True yeah true. and i I think it's tough, especially when like you're going from
0: two extremes pretty much like you're going from hot to cold you've got Bayern Munich that has i uh, like we saw the German match the other night, and mm. I, I couldn't name like there there's players from the French team and the German team like such good players that are on for both sides like it's easy to see why he scores so many goals for Bayern because he's got so many good players around him. But then he goes to the extreme cold in Poland, where who's the second best player? It's probably Chesney, the keeper. So, <laughs> uh, and he didn't have a stormer of a game either. So, um, it, it, I can see why they'd be the biggest disappointment. Um, but uh, my
2: yeah. my team was Spain. I think Spain are going to be the biggest disappointment of this Euros for many reasons. One of them being that the decline of the Liga has really taken its toll on the Spanish international team. There's no, there's a few decent players, but in my opinion they're not, like you look at the the Spanish lineup there and you had, back in like 2018 World Cup or 2016 you had Iniesta, Busquets, Coco, David Silva, Costa, Isco, all these top class players, Ramos, Jordi Pique, Alba, yeah, Jordi Alba, De Gea, Ngo, like literally 10 out of the 11 players are household names, but Now you have the likes of Ferran Torres, who's like a second, you know, bench reserve player for Man City starting right wing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't think they're the team they used to. And a lot of people have really hyped them up saying, Oh, Spain, this really top class international team, but they're just not going to be the team they used to be. I can see them Come on, get get out of the group stage, I think, but I think the round of sixteen they come up against a the Portugal, they come up against a france it's uh, it's game over it's it's
0: I don't think they i think, yeah, as you said, they'll get out of the group, but they didn't look like they wanted to be there, like like I've said it so many times before Morata is not like he does not belong in any top tier side, like I know we were having a laugh yesterday because Atletico and Juventus are literally having a ping pong match. Like, no, you take him. No, you take him. I don't want him. You can take him. You know, he's just, he's had such a bad season and he yeah, doesn't, no. he he looks lazy. He, do, he just he doesn't want to score. And like the quality is there. Like you have people like Jordi Alba, who's the captain swinging in balls. You've got like, uh, I know Ronnie Whelan was given out about some Barcelona youngster who's 18. Um, I can't, can't remember his name off the top of the head, but like, He's there as well. Like they have good players. I don't see why they're sudden, like they're so bad compared to what they are at their club level. They just they don't seem to gel well. And I think there's been there's been so much chopping and changing with Spain with managers as well. Like I remember in was it was it in the World Cup where they were they had a manager and then they fired one and then they fired him and then they brought Luis Enrique in. Mm. It's the current manager, and he doesn't seem to be doing any better. No. So, yeah, I, I think, think that's yeah. a good disappointment.
1: Yeah, I think Spain definitely—it does say a lot about them when there are actually more players from Brighton and Hove Albion in that Spanish national team than there are players from Real Madrid. So now, obviously, a bit of a—it's a bit of a—a a desperate statement to make, but it does kind of say a lot about where that Spain, Spanish team are heading. Puts it in right. stark in perspective. Yeah,
0: it's—it's—it's
1: it's, it's, it's a strange one, anyway.
0: Why can any of you just give me a reason why Sergio Ramos wasn't picked? Was it injury? No, because he played against Chelsea and he played to the end of the liga.
2: I believe now it was the I think it was the manager's decision. They said they're trying to mo- move move forwards. That's why Laporte and Torres are there instead of Ramos. Unless it was a mutual thing, I actually don't even know. Um, let me have yeah. a look at up on Google here. I feel like yeah.
0: Ramos wouldn't be the kind of person to be like, "Oh yeah, I let them in," kind of like what Vardy did for um, England. Like, oh, I let the younger people go in. Like, he's a winner. He's the only besides. And I'm going to be so biased here. Like, there aren't any other winners in there besides their replacement left back. Doesn't seem clear. Who says anyway? Uh, um, it, it's just. Hmm. I think it's strange why you wouldn't include him. And even if he doesn't start, like that's one thing. But even to have him around, just to have that presence, like I'd say he's the most besides actually we searched it up me and a few others. Um we searched up who's the most decorated player in the liga, and it's PK, and then it goes Ramos. And PK isn't there either, is he? He's not. No, so I don't know. It's it's very strange. Moving swiftly on, anyways, we'll, we'll leave Spain in the dirt. Do you have a surprise package, a team that will surprise the world? And have you changed it maybe after uh, <laughs> the round, round one? Because I know a lot of people are like, yeah, Turkey are going to do it. And then they get smacked <laughs> around with a
1: flip-flop. Boy Can the I Italy. report this podcast because I'm in it and I don't like it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I might as well. Might as well kick the bucket here and say I did pick Turkey as my surprise package. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> completely <laughs> eating my own words. Now. Way to go, um, James! I Sorry. I don't want to, I don't want to be go back on my word because I still feel like Turkey can turn it around against Switzerland and Wales. That okay. being said, they got absolutely romped by Italy three 0 But yes. I think everybody was a little bit surprised by Italy's performance. I don't think anybody did expect a three 0 coming out of them. No, road. I I didn't. No, I st- I think I think Turkey. I think I don't know I think they were they I think they'd be disappointed in themselves almost to be beaten that badly by an Italian side that I don't think a lot of people were expecting to come out and perform so well. I think Italy will definitely be a dark horse in this tournament but that being said I still think Turkey will surprise. I still could see them coming second in the group. Um
0: yeah. I I think that's a I think that's
1: a fair point. I think they do have the potential to go on and make the playoffs anyway and sure look depending on who they draw. It just goes to see how far they can go. Who else is in that group? Uh, it's uh, Wales and Switzerland, along with Italy. Wales, Switzerland.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. Interestingly enough, I have Wales as my surprise package. Oh, that, okay. Also, okay. In, also in that group. Um, there, there's uh, there's no rhyme or reason. I think it it might be a little bit of uh Irish bias because we sort of. We're we're fumbling with uh with Wales to try and qualify for the Euros in, yeah. uh, in many respects because we're in the same group qualifying for, with them, but uh, there's something about Wales. I, I think Dan James. Maybe it's the Man United fan in me, and uh, I never liked Dan James for Man United. But on an international level, he seems like a little bit of a different player. I'm not too sure what it is. I he's quite very, like Dan
1: James, actually. Yeah, he's
2: very feisty. And unfortunately, uh,
1: with a, unfortunately, Chris, with a lot of United players, they do seem to switch up another gear at the international level.
2: But Mister Pogba. Pogba, but there is something about Wales. The one-one draw with. Um, with switzerland there really opens it up now which means that the turkey game i suppose it's the the battle of the the, the surprise packages now for me and connor whoever with it the is. Turkey game could see a second or third place and they could qualify on points with four points you know what i mean yeah so it's uh it's definitely i think then if they get you know a nice round of 16 tie they could uh they could really open it up it'll be very interesting okay
0: well, I said, I, we've already discussed, Sweden will be my one. I still think they're going to do well. So we'll move quickly on to best young player. Chris, which best young player did you pick here? Now, obviously, will you change it?
2: Will I change it? Because um, I know I'm changing my one. I didn't want to say Mbappe because he is incredibly young still, but I think he's already proven himself on the international stage and the club level, of course. But... I've have de- gone for Foden, Phil Foden of Man City. Mm-hmm. I believe that he had one one clear-cut chance anyway in the England game in the first half. I believe he hit the post and then went out for like a hit yeah. the post back behind the keeper. So if that was a Such goal a that would have really man. opened really opened the go the game up, but I think he's really come out of his shell in the past 6 months especially for Man City, um replacing Silva who obviously la- left last season. Um Guardiola's put a lot of faith into him, but I really think Phil Foden should have a good, a good Euro competition this this year, and I, I had it from the start that he was going to do well. But hmm. we'll have to see. Croatia was obviously the hardest game for them now, so we'll see well, what the uh, the rest of the group holds. You know,
0: well we'll see now what uh, Czech Republic has in store for them. Um, yeah, well yeah, I think Foden's a a good shape.
1: Connor, yourself. People are listening at home are going to start wondering why the fuck you even brought me onto this podcast. As you both know, um, my initial, my original list, I, I said Haaland as my best young player <laughs> of the tournament. <laughs> he he couldn't be un, there. He, he
0: could be there. Un,
1: unbeknownst to me, Haaland is not competing the <laughs> UEFA Euro 2021 due to Norway not qualifying. Um, nice. Yeah, nice. I, I went with, I think just the common pick. I did say Mbappe, and I think after hmm. watching. France versus Germany last night. I think we all know the, the clip there of uh, Mbappe racing past Matt Hummels and getting yeah. chopped down in the box. I think um, we said this a million times. Deserve a penalty? Maybe not from you, James. I don't or think the, so. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, just just the blistering pace of Mbappe. Like he is a cut above the rest. Like you kind of see a game get stagnated, and then next all, all of a sudden, like he flips a switch and he just turns on the afterburners and he just paces up the wing. And he's just he's different. Gravy. I don't. I, and I'm not a fan of the player to be honest myself, but. You can't lie, like you can't say he's not a talent. You can't man, so. knock him, no. You
0: you can um, you can dislike him, but you have to recognise that no, he is yeah. game after he's got all.
1: Ta- yeah, game recognized game, obviously exactly. on but <laughs> Yeah. He's something nah, the kid's dynamite, he's something else. I'm I think Holland could have yeah. been
0: I think Holland could have been the person that actually skydived into the French game uh, last night. He could he wanted to play so badly that he actually flew in <laughs> himself. A, p- a political
2: a movement perhaps i a political
0: movement
2: talent here. It oh my God, to... an Italian. Um... The thing that I, I don't understand about the years competition, like how can you have the likes of, like, I don't know, let's say for example North Macedonia and Scotland and Finland playing. I know Finland won their game, but, and Turkey, but then you can't have this massive superstar in the fact that, uh, of Norway, like it's a, uh, You'd love to see like the, the great of the greats, but I suppose mm. if they can't qualify with the one player... Are they, they really, really that great? To be.
1: Yeah, yeah. they are deserve in the competition. I'll have you know that North Macedonia beat Germany 2-1 in the World Cup qualifiers, so... Really? They, they did. They beat them 2-1 in March. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, absolute scenes. I remember that uh, game, actually.
2: Is there anyone for North Macedonia that actually, like...
1: There's is, a is recognized?
2: Bundesliga striker uh, for
0: them, and he's apparently pretty decent. But well, besides that, nobody else. And he didn't even score the goal, I don't think. No, uh, a, lot of, a lot of them do play Pandev. in uh, the Italian league.
2: Yeah, so Genoa. Players, or or Genoa, Genoa and, like Pandev. Napoli. Pandev.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, or Paloma or somebody like that. I said best young player was going to be Havertz. Now, after yeah. last night, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. He was, he was playing a little bit more like Lampard Havertz and not as much as Tuchel. Havertz, oh, yeah. He was almost we were, bullied, almost,
1: wasn't, wasn't he?
2: He,
0: yeah. he reminds me too much of Ozil in the way he looks, and I know Ozil get, got a lot of stick for being lazy. But there's just some players that have they hold themselves in a weird way that they look kind of deflated. And I think Havertz is one of those people that he just looks kind of deflated when he doesn't have the ball, and then he, he yeah. he's not really one to chase after the ball either because well like in Chelsea you've got every other player chasing the ball down but I think he found it I think for once he was on the other end of Kante and I think that was kind of scary for him and listen I'm gonna stick with him but I wouldn't be holding my head too high after last night's performance and I'm sure he wouldn't either so
2: We'll have still to... have a, they still have a good run as well. Like yeah, exactly. exactly. They that was always the hardest run. team in the actual tournament, in my opinion, France. No,
0: yeah, I'd agree.
2: Um... So, and if they come third in the group, they have a very um, using this to a tournament predictor here. If they come third, if Germany comes third in their group, they play probably Netherlands in round of 16. And if they win that game, it's either Wales or Finland. So I think Germany could still kick on to the semi-final.
0: That's a good if run they, if uh, they can. But then again, since yeah. it is a group of death, they have the least likely chance yeah. of getting third, which I don't they think need, a yeah. lot of people realise, um, unless they just smack Hungary around and they need pull to off something against Portugal. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. To they get a
2: draw maybe or something like that against Portugal, and then a big win over uh, Hungary, you never know.
0: Yeah, and listen, by next week in episode two, we could be saying something very different. We could be saying that Portugal aren't going to make it and Hungary somehow bring themselves up and France aren't doing as well and Germany do something else. So it, it could all change in a week's time. Who knows? Moving
1: swiftly on, best player, not young player, best player, Connor, uh, Right, myself. Uh, I went with Kante, I think. Ooh. um after we watched him again against germany last night like he's just demands everywhere he covers every inch of grass and like he might not be like the stellar standout player who's scoring loads of goals or whatever but he's just he is the engine in that team like he's the reason why the likes of pogba are able to just have so much freedom in that midfield and can play lovely passes over the defense into the into the wingers like he just he does all the heavy lifting so the rest of the team don't have to i think he's mm. just a rock in that team he's an absolute Nightmare to play against, just due to the fact that like I was, I sure I said it easy yesterday. You could play him in centre attacking mid, centre mid, CDM, even centre back. Like the and as you were saying, if he had a little bit of a striker's flair about him,
2: he, he probably play could play on top
1: as well. Yeah, I think no, I, I think he genuinely will be the player of the tournament if they go far because he's, he's just pinned to be unreal. Ballon d'Or winner this year. So 100%. yeah, I would say uh, I, after his champ, yeah, after his Champions League performances, he does, he's definitely within a shout. He was just the MVP of the Champions League by far. But um yeah, no, definitely yeah. my player of the tournament, just an absolute unit in that midfield.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree
2: with you. Chris I wholeheartedly agree. Kante is going to be the player of the tournament. I think it's set in stone unless France get a shock knockout now and lose against uh lose against Portugal and uh mm. Hungary now. But uh on the off the back of the Champions League just He's really, really come out. I think he was injured there in January and ever since he came back for Chelsea, he's just been absolutely incredible. The Kante of old, like... It's and, crazy. Uh, it, it, yeah. It's
0: just... And, like, he had numerous bad injuries. Like, he'd think he'd slow down a bit, but he's just come back even... I think he's come back better than he was, if he could... If that's even possible. But yeah. another player that's come back um, that's better than ever is Varane. Like Varane didn't play. Oh yeah. Like in in the last month of, or maybe he played a few games in the league, but he didn't play against Chelsea in Champions League or anything like that. And he just he was all over the place in a good way. He was getting every ball out of there. He was he was just fantastic, and I'm I'm glad to see him
2: back. Um. Very so. true. He was very, very, very good. I was very impressed by his dribbling as well. When you compare that to the likes of Harry Maguire at the back from Man U. Mm, for Manu, wow. like he, he literally dribbled past like three attackers and then got the ball out to, to Kante. It was incredible. One of the one of the plays he made. Yesterday. Yeah, no, he he's oh, when he plays out from the back, yeah. Uh,
0: mm. I said best player, Griezmann. Oh, very good. Okay. Mm. What what
1: would do you, you, why do you why, why would you say why would you say Griezmann now?
0: He just. Like a lot of those players for France, he just sticks it in another gear, doesn't he? Like when he yeah. plays for France, he just puts it in another gear. And I think he's going to do the same. Uh, not much else to say about it. I think he's just going to be something something special, again, within uh, within that French team. Filled with great players, but I think he'll be the one to uh, to uh, really put a stamp down anyways. Now, yeah, hope it top goal scorer. This is going to be a big one. Chris?
2: I've said Ronaldo. I think that, especially with the penalty situation, Ronaldo, he's already scored two in the first game week. And uh, I think that if there's any man to get to break the all-time goal-scoring record in the Euros competition, it's going to be Ronaldo. He's done it. He has a few more. A few more. Has he done it already? He's done it already, yeah. He broke it last night. Unless unless it's the, the one I was thinking of is the all-time international goals or something like that. I thought he needed like five more to do something. Uh,
0: well, he, he did break the Euros thing last night. Um, mm-hmm. But he could be up there with top uh, top international scores as well. I'm sure there's a long list of players that have that. The um, now been upgraded accolade. by the host. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, We it's, have it's, unlimited it's, minutes. Unlimited minutes. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. It, it is actually top international goals, so he needed five at the start of last night's game, but then he scored two, so now he's three goals away from being the all-time top goal scorer for international with 106 goals. Crazy. Crazy. crazy! came from United. I yeah, came from United, yeah. yeah. Never forget. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget. Connor, top right. goal scorer.
1: I went with Kane. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I think at the World Cup anyway, Harry Kane was dynamite for england obviously they had a pretty easy group i don't know i can't remember was it tunisia or something they had and they absolutely thromped them five nil he got four three or four of those goals but like i'm looking at the group that england have and they've got obviously czech republic and scotland left to play and i think just uh, we were talking about the attacking options that england have up front i think if kane does get the service required then i think he'll just stop out against those teams and i think he could collect I, i i could see him getting at least four Four or five goals out of those games, potentially, if if he's on another level. Now, obviously, that is a tall order. But I don't know. I think we all know Harry Kane is just an unreal player. In the Premier League, he's proven that he can play at the top level. So I don't see why he can't become a prolific goal scorer in the international competition. I think mean, he scores That's
0: those he goals. He, he goes scoring all those goals when he plays for Spurs. Like Spurs aren't lighting any fires in the Premier League. Like There no. should be absolutely no reason why he doesn't smack home a few goals like i know like you can say whatever about sterling but you have sancho foden grealish mount like calvin phillips who was great uh declan Rice, like all of these players that can give him a quality ball i, I see no reason why he shouldn't be top goal scorer and i also said kane but i'm going to change it to lukaku oh wow very yeah. good. Yeah. because I realised that that team that hammered, um, who did they hammer? Russia, wasn't it? Yeah. Russia, yes. Yeah. They hammered Russia without their best team, and like yeah. they didn't have De Bruyne. They didn't have. I know Havre, Hazard is. Um, he's coming back from a long spell. Played into, a
2: few I, minutes. Yeah. Uh...
0: I saw something there that it reminded me of the old Hazard, the old. Will run around you, run through you, and you can't do anything about it. Hazard, I, I see something in him that will. I just I want to believe that he can be as good as he was, and I think Lukaku is going to do it. And also, in saying that, Lukaku's touch has not gotten any better than it was at United. He oh. <laughs> was, so many times he had a ball to him and it fucking flew off the foot somewhere else. I don't know what he was doing, but it but he's got a good enough team around him to pick up the slack. And he's he's fucking clinical. So it is. Although he's lacking with Finland. A touch.
2: Finland and Denmark, yeah, to play like Russia for me would have been. I thought Russia would have seconded the group after their World Cup display. But um, I think they were
0: doping in the world. They
2: were all dope, doping, though, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, they,
1: they, were, they were all doping. Well, look, yeah. they, have,
2: they haven't been banned on their back for the Euros. I thought they, they would have had something up their sleeve, you know. Here comes the money. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Golovin <laughs> walking into Monaco, realizing <laughs> he can't juice up. So. Here comes <laughs> the money.
2: Goes, uh, with, with Finland and Denmark, you have to play, though. God almighty, Belgium will be having a stormer, I'd say. And then. Yeah. I think I Denmark think... are done actually after everything that's happened.
0: Didn't even get yeah. to speak about it. And I don't think we'll. We don't really need to too touch much. up on it. We don't need to dwell on it too much, but like, I think that just has them shook. Mentally. And t- rightly, yeah. rightly so. Yeah. It should have them shook what happened to Ericsson. But I, I think Finland would have been uh, a gimme and it should have probably won it. Um, now, obviously. They were sure. Under normal circumstances, honored, so they probably would have wiped the floor. Yeah, of them, but. yeah. And like to have the talisman of Ericsson, but he's not playing for the rest of the Euros, let's be honest. Uh, no. There's no but, chance. Uh, but yeah, it, it's tough to see them get knocked out. But listen, they hammered Ireland. I remember me and Chris and a few others were in the Aviva that night. Chris is uh, muted. Oh, no, he's not. He's back. Well, that um I remember that where who was it was a Duffy scored one goal and for oh, that stop. five minutes, five minutes the dream was truly alive.
1: Football did come home. Football came
0: <laughs> to a play. No, football got on the wrong bus and realized it was on the wrong bus and got the right bus home because then Ericsson put three passes. The fucker. Ended I hope he gets one. well though. I <laughs> <Ended> five
2: <laughs> ones. Wait what? It, it ended five one. No, it, 5-1 yeah, it ended didn't 5-1. end five yeah. one. Yeah. It was three one. It was five one. Yeah, we no, scored first. Ireland scored first, <laughs> yeah. and I was it was yeah. the best feeling I've ever had ever. It was that like was all love- those games all come to one with one single goal. It was and actually then ten minutes later. Yeah, five one, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, you can say what you want about
0: Ireland, but when they score a goal in the Aviva, it is so good to be
1: there. And then when Ericsson scores three, it's not that great. But you know, well, you know what to say, James. What's what's rare is wonderful, and Ireland scoring is certainly rare. We we take what we can. We take what we can, and we
0: get very little,
1: and we don't ask for much. We don't ask
0: for much, but we don't get much. So, anyways, I'm going to ask one last question of the questionnaire winner. Winner
1: France. France. I think, yeah, I think I mean we've, we've been talking about them, we've been bigging up France throughout the whole episode and obviously we can't have been the best player. We're implying that France do make a deep run into the tournament and I I, I can't see them not reaching at least a semi-final and to be honest with you they just, the, the talent in that team, like you can, you, you look at every player and they're playing for like a tier one team in the best leagues in the world. They like, it, it's so stacked that I don't really think there's any other team that can topple them is like obviously they only just scraped a 1-0 win past germany but that being said i think that that was kind to germany because obviously they did proceed to put two more past them but both were ruled out for offside but i think mm. as well we looked at france last night they they were just so calm in letting germany come at them and next you know all of a sudden one counter attack and they they're outside the german box knocking on the door and putting goals past them so mm. i know for me anyway i think france will probably win the tournament i wonder
0: i wonder if that's actually france's like stick that they're comfortable enough to let them attack them and then as soon as they get the ball they know that they've got griezmann and mbappe that they can just thump the ball as hard as they want in that general direction and they know mbappe is i'd say he's the quickest player in the tournament to be honest like he'll yeah. end up getting onto it there's probably some somebody screaming at their phone right now listening to this saying it's Traoré, but... <laughs> Whatever. We don't, um, care. We don't <laughs> care. We don't care. It's, no, no, was, no.
2: Funnily enough, as well, I said France, but the what was funny was I remember looking at the France team, the lineup that the day they played Germany. Yes, last night, and I was like, oh yeah, I've got, I know every single player on this team. Except Hernandez, the left back, Lucas Hernandez. I've heard the name, I was like, I don't know who he played for. He plays really for the Bayern, Munich. Um, um, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, yeah. But it's funny enough when you have these top, top, top class players like Pogba, Kante, Griezmann, Mbappe, and Benzema, every single player who can score goals. The one player I didn't know that well, Hernandez, was actually the cause of the goal. He literally yeah. volleyed it in, and that caused Hummels to uh, to score. So, thought that was quite funny. But definitely, yeah. France have got this in the bag. If it, it's theirs to lose, in my opinion, especially if they beat Portugal now in the next game week,
1: they if also they just beat. yeah, they also just have the the per, in my opinion the perfect mix of experience and youth. As mm. in, like you look at like the likes of Kylian Mbappe, he's only what twenty two years of age, but then 21. you have players like you have World Cup winners on that team. You've got Kante, Pogba, um, I think I think they're all Kimpembe. pretty much world. Yeah, they all world most of them winners are but yeah, turned on as rabio But like as well as that, like just the younger players have these players to look up to and just like the experience in the team is just unparalleled to any other team, I think, in the tournament. I think they're just they're just a cut above the rest. It yeah, I,
0: I didn't say France. I wanted to go against the grain. I could Per usual, I said Italy.
2: Oh,
0: it's a, it's a spicy one. Mm. It's a spicy one. Um,
2: they have a great run of, run of fixtures, especially after the
1: win. do. And France don't. Oh, the doorbell has rung. Well, it's the, the dominoes.
0: Doorbell. It's Whoa!
2: the dominoes. <laughs> Hold on, one sec. Sorry, guys, one sec. This will be edited okay. out, don't worry. This will all be edited out, so we can say anything we want to say
1: here. Connor, Scream an N bomb. Hey it's there, Thomas. Didn't oh, you start without we... me, did you? Don't don't worry. We just uh, we were pronouncing Italian names with silly accents.
2: Oh, good. good. I, also, yes. I, also told,
1: I also told Chris to drop an N bomb, which he did.
0: I did. Oh, <laughs> so you're no. going to edit that out, oh. edit that out swiftly. Um. Yeah. Where was it? Italy. I think Italy will will win. Pretty much. I, uh, I have nothing else really to say about it. I think they're, as you say, they've got an easy run Um, and I like Immobile. I'm a, I'm a very big fan of his.
1: Mm. I hope, he, I hope he lives into
0: a hype. Yeah. Um, it is I, true. I didn't realize he's so, like they're all pretty old. Like I'm, I thought Immobile was like 26, like he was in the Jack Grealish-esque era. 31, isn't he? I think he's 31, yeah, or something like that. He's a, he, he's a t- Tough character to kind of get your head around because I remember he was pinned to be the best, like the next best striker, and he never really took off. And then he ended up at Lazio, and they don't do anything. So, no, tough, tough situation he's in. But yeah, I I can't wait. I'm just so happy that there's constantly football on. Oh, stop. I'm top tier football at that. It's like Champions League every day. So good. So good. I'm gonna ask one last question because we're gonna keep these pretty tight. Goal of the round. I think there's two we can pick.
1: Yeah, uh, for me, I would have said I, I can't remember your man's name. What was the Ukrainian? No, no, the Ukrainian. Oh, Yaromalenko. Yaramelenko. I would have said his hands down, but then Shik just completely took that and said "fuck you" and curled it in. Probably one of the best. Go- Never mind the goal of the tournament. Probably one of the best goals I've seen. Yeah. In football. For um, David Marshall poor David Marshall Um, yeah no it has to be Schick's goal versus Scotland for me you think me. so
2: oh, Chris 100% see I also think that was incredible like Schick's goal amazing but there was I think for me there's something about Portugal's third goal that was just incredibly like, like robotic where Ronaldo just
0: went around them
2: Ronaldo literally pass move pass move pass move beats keeper in it's like it's just what he does and it's just so interesting mm. to see. But definitely mm. those, those long range efforts were just something else. Like there's there's no beating that. But that was that was a close second for me, Ronaldo's goal at the end. It's funny. I was going to say that Ronaldo has
0: a good um he's got a good stake on on that goal, uh of the goal of the round, because like that's as you said, that's what he does. But uh I'm gonna have to go with Yarmelenko. I think although Schick's won was Filthy. I think Yarimelenko's <laughs> got just there was more defenders around him. He was playing against a tougher team. I think, uh, I think Ronaldo could do that every day if he really wanted to around Hungary. Like he makes people look like fools, but I'm gonna say Yarimelenko. Connor, you're gonna say Schick, and Chris, are you gonna say Ronaldo? Say hey, Ronaldo, look one. Say Ronaldo just to get a bit of, bit of spite in there. So, um, Little bit but so uh yeah that's a that's a good round done it's the first week are you excited as we finish up now are you excited for any other fixtures in the next round let me see here i'll just have a quick look through the list
2: I'm oh, so... portugal germany that's the next france germany in my opinion portugal
1: germany okay okay, <laughs> okay. portugal germany just i I'm, I'm excited hmm. for england scotland I think that's just going to be a big that'll be that like okay on paper england obviously have the edge but it's a grudge match and something tells me scotland that'll be one of those games where scotland just kick it up three gears and just you could see them pulling pulling a result out of the bag against them
2: yeah oh i i
1: I dream for that (laughs) that screamer that will be
2: a good game um also belgium against denmark i think belgium with uh, against denmark without ericsson is going to be a little bit scary, especially if De Bruyne is back playing and Hazard starts as well. It's going to be their, yeah. their full team.
0: They could be motivated, though, as well. They could say, listen, let's do this for him and kick it up another notch, you know? It depends yeah. how they react. They've got leaders. They've got Schmeichel and Goal, obviously. So they're not short of people to motivate them. I think it's going to be Netherlands-Austria. Oh, yeah. That will be the game. Because they can't defend for shite, either of them. If Netherlands had the two centre-backs of Van Dijk and De Ligt, they'd be, like, I think they'd be runners to actually win the thing. Oh, yeah. But they have, I don't think they have it. They have Braithwaite and Memphis Depay. And I know Braithwaite is not good. I see your face, Connor. I know he's not good. My uh, man Braithwaite. (laughs) My man Braithwaite. Stumbling into Barca somehow. But... um, yeah, I think Netherlands Austria, and that will be again. my final my final thing. So um, hopefully we can do this again. I think I yes. hope you've had a lovely time. I
1: have. Thank I've thank been. you very much. This has been riveting.
2: Riveting, exactly. Good start to the morning. Good start yeah, to the morning,
1: exactly. Get get you in a good mood. Keeping staying um, over this isolation period.
0: <laughs> absolutely, Kai. This is going to be the highlight of your week. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, the, that's the first round complete. Thank you again for. Showing up and being so lovely, and uh, we're gonna
2: we're gonna see you next week. Bye bye. Ciao ciao. See you later. Okay.